0: As we kick off a new program year this morning, we also celebrate welcoming more than 50 new people into our community. And some of them are here at this service this morning. Over these past two COVID saturated years, more than 150 people have come to join us here at Christ Church. During the same time, we've been honored to take part in 29 baptisms, with more to come, including one at our next service. Excuse me, at this service. Moray just got dressed. There's no more services after this one today. It's all so exciting and humbling. Building this community is a joy that everyone in this room has contributed to. If you are among those joining our congregation I want you to know that we are truly grateful to share this community with you and that we want you to make it your own and that we want you to plug into Christ Church however it is that you feel comfortable. If you're among those who have been with us for a long time, I want you to know that we are thankful for all the hard work you've put into this place, for helping see us through lean times and challenges and for your valuable perspective as we move forward. And then if you happen to be visiting this morning or still just trying us out, I want you to know and trust that no matter who you are or where you find yourself on your spiritual journey, you are always welcome here at Christ Church Capitol Hill. I love these welcome services because they embody one of Jesus's core beliefs that there is a place for everyone around God's table. During Jesus's time, as well as during our time, many people used religion as a weapon to determine who was worthy versus who was unworthy. This exclusionary interpretation of religion ran smack up against Jesus' inclusive understanding of God. Jesus believed that everyone belongs in God's kingdom. One of the primary ways he lived this out was through sharing meals with others. In Matthew, Jesus eats with tax collectors and sinners. In Luke, he dines with Pharisees and lawyers. Jesus shares a meal with lepers, He welcomes a woman to an all male dinner party. He invites himself to dine at the house of a quote, sinner. Jesus was always expanding the invitation list. He never stopped pulling up another chair. Taking a cue from Jesus, one of our priorities here at Christ Church is welcoming everyone around God's table. We remind ourselves that this is God's table and not ours, that all people are welcome here as a continuation of the invitation that Jesus offered to seemingly anyone and everyone that he encountered. Inclusivity is one of our core values because inclusivity was one of Jesus's core values. In the shadow of our nation's capitol building, and in the midst of a highly polarized culture, we aspire to build a bigger and more inclusive table. Of course, table fellowship wasn't the only way that Jesus taught about inclusion. In this morning's gospel, Jesus asks, which one of you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them does not leave the 99 and go after the one that's lost. He follows this with another parable about searching for a lost coin. The subsequent verses, which are not included in this morning's reading, tell the story of the prodigal son, also known as the parable of the lost son. Jesus speaks often about being lost and found because for him, even the lost belongs. God's community is not whole until the lost have been sought out and included. However, I also think there's a lesson here about us learning to be inclusive of ourselves, finding those parts of our souls that we have lost touch with, and then bringing them back into communion with ourselves and with God. These three consecutive parables from chapter 15 of Luke acknowledge a fundamental truth about life. There will be moments when we are not whole. We've all been lost at times in our lives, waiting through illness, conflict, addiction, mourning. Each of us has experienced what it means to feel like something's missing. Our tradition teaches about this lesson in a variety of ways. We experience death before new life. We walk through darkness before discovering light. We touch the bottom before we know which wall our ladder should lean against. We get it wrong before we get it right. It can take experiencing loss for us to recognize the value of what it is that we have lost. You know, if we resist the darkness, the bottom, if we always have to be right, if we're in a constant struggle to be in control or in possession, then we're living from a place of our pride and our ego. We can't be transformed from there. The good news, Jesus says, is not that we have to find God to get back on track, but that God never stops seeking us. Jesus imagines God as a good shepherd who will not rest until the flock is restored. God is a woman who won't give up her search for a coin. God is a father who rejoices when his wayward son returns. The Buddhist teacher Sharon Salzberg says that the healing is in our return, not in never having wandered to begin with. as we celebrate welcoming so many new people into our Christchurch community this morning, we remind ourselves that everyone belongs in God's kingdom, but also that every aspect of ourselves belong, even those parts of ourselves that we think we've lost touch with along the way. In this complicated and exclusionary world in which we live, it is more important than ever that we invite people to bring their whole selves around God's table. In the name of God.